Hello there. Oh my gosh. Happy New Year to you, my love. Welcome to Love and Money, the podcast. It is so beautiful to still be alive right now. Like, I am so grateful for all that God has done and has allowed to happen in my life because without those things I would not be who I am today and who I am today makes me so freaking proud I am so proud of the work that I've done in the last 10 years I have put in countless hours on healing myself, restoring myself, dedicating time and energy to the internal upgrades. And yes, I worked on my physical appearance. Yes, I learned how to take care of myself and to work out and what kind of program to, you know, that works with my body. I feel like that's the biggest thing is getting a program that your body says yes to. And it doesn't make it easy. It just makes it something that works. Because when we push ourselves and we want to see results, we have to push past the threshold of the pain and the discomfort and even sometimes our demise. (laughs) But what's brilliant about this is that we get to inherit what works for us. And I remember my prayer being, and I don't know what year this was, I think it was 2020, I asked God to give me tools and skills on how to be mentally and emotionally stable. And then soon after that, I realized that I also needed to work on my energy and create stability in my energy So there are a few techniques that I want to share with you, and I share them in my self-love therapy program. Now you can download the program, right, and have access to it, and I update it very often throughout the year, so you're always getting fresh new juice, and I created a series for for love and, and relationships and I'm about to drop it in the self-love therapy program. I'm so hyped. I'm so excited. And um, it's been amazing. I came out with the self-love therapy course back in our program back in 2017. And I used it on 120 participants during my dissertation and my PhD program for health psychology. And It was so gorgeous and amazing to get all of the feedback and to watch the rapid transformation that my clients received during that time. And we had a board of directors, and I know I kind of share this in the last episode, but the board of directors, they're all, you know, doctors. And because if you're going for your PhD, your teachers, your professors, they're not going to have their master's degree. They're, They're going to already be where you aspire And so really working with them and helping 
you know, having them help me refine my practices and really developing me or watching me develop as a, as a PhD student, they really did push me. They really did challenge me and it was not easy at all. Like there were nights where I cried. It was just, it felt so heavy. All of the material, learning, memorizing, writing in a doctoral level, um, not writing as someone who has their master's degree and really identifying what that meant and then executing that. Um, that was, I remember my, my brain being baffled. Like I, because here's the thing. I didn't learn how to read until I was in the third grade. Like I, I knew basic words, right? Like the, but, and, um, maybe two, like T-W-O, the number, you know, there were like words that I knew, but I could not, I, I struggled to read. And I remember in a PS 261 in Brooklyn, Hey guys, <laughs> um, they hired a tutor for me. And that's when I really learned to enjoy reading and books. And my mom would buy me the Babysitter's Club books, the novels. And I just loved those. I actually would read them. And I remember my very first time reading from cover to cover. I was so proud of myself. And there were times when I realized like I had to read it again or go back because maybe my thoughts were going, you know, how like you're reading and then all of a sudden, you're like, who was, who am I? Where am I? <laughs> like you're on the next page, but technically you don't really know what happens. So you have to go back and read. And I put so much pressure on myself on being perfect. And you know, why can't I read it straight through? And so oftentimes we do that to ourselves. And I don't want us to do that to ourselves this year coming up. We are so hard on ourselves. We think that we're supposed to have it all perfect and it's supposed to look brilliant. And it's going to be like, you know, a relationship with no problems at all. Like that's what I aspire to have. And it's like, dude, yo, that's like not even realistic. <laughs> yes, there are uh, moments of it being easy and that should actually outweigh the times when it's hard, but you shouldn't have that many hard times. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the thing. Like I remember having like an issue. Hmm. It was like once every two years that you know, something came up and, and if, and honestly, if there would be, if there was behavior change and during that time, like the, the every two years thing wouldn't even exist. You know what I mean? So it, it would have probably been like every five years, you know, it doesn't have to be so, so over the top all the time is what I'm sharing. And you know, what, so what I'm really gearing toward is like, we don't have to make it, make it mean something. We don't have to put all this pressure on ourselves. So oftentimes we look at someone else and we're like, oh, it looks easy for them. We technically don't know how, how, it, how it's going, you know? Um, you might think that even my self-evolution is easy. I make everything look easy. So you can't look at that technically. And yes, some of it is easy, but there were a lot of things that I really had to push hard through. I really had to break these energetic walls and I have to tell you this because this blows my mind every time I think about it. What relationship you are in and this, just watching my own, a family member of mine go through this, I realized that I am even more accurate than I thought I was. We have to be careful 
what kind of interactions we have with other people and the relationships that we have. If they are not nourishing you, then it's going to affect you and how you show up in your business, how you show up in your relationships, how you show up as a parent, all of that. And you have the power and control. A lot of the times we think that we give over power and we do. And that's when we stay stuck. And this episode is about being stuck. It's about getting out of being stuck because it's all perception. And what I really want to share with you to help you break free today from being stuck from anything is that you ask yourself, what do I believe about this situation? And then you ask yourself, what can I believe about this situation? It's replacing the truth with a lie gives you freedom. Now you would say to yourself, why would I lie to myself? Well, it's, it's not, let me give you an example of what I mean. So I heard, I had a perception for many years that if I in a relationship with someone who, where, where I'm not nourished, I don't feel loved. I feel rejected. I feel all blah, 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 right? Like all the whole list of the whole list. And it brings my energy to a negative state. And when we are in a deficit, we are more challenged to produce and go after the things that we desire. Now I got a lot of stuff done during that time. Like, you know, do, anyway, a whole list of things that I got done that I was very proud of, but there was an area where I was very, very challenged because it was, it was challenging for me to produce for some reason, love and money for me, they go hand in hand. Now my perception, which was a, a true, but also false. Watch this. The perception was if I'm in this kind of relationship, that's not healthy for me. It's hard for me to produce. Now that was an honest truth because I, I saw it happen in my life. However, how long I believed that truth for dragged out the experience of saying to myself, no one has the power or the ability to diminish me so much that I'm not able to produce. You see the perception change there? It's replacing one thought process with another to unstuck, unfuck yourself. Yes, I did say that. I did say that because it is true. There's so many times I just gave myself one right up the ass, you know, and I was just like, mm, here, take that. And I, it didn't have to be that way. <laughs> Holding on to a perception will hinder your vibe, hinder your flow. Sometimes it's not about what others need to do to change, to make the situation better. It's about how you can see it differently. So we're going to take responsibility for ourselves this year, right? <laughs> And we're going to be like, um, what do I believe? Does that belief continue to keep me stuck? And what can I believe to unstuck, unfuck myself? I love that journaling prompt. What can I believe to unstuck, unfuck myself? <laughs> I'm saying it fast because it sounds crazy. It just sounds so strong when I say it slow. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So what can I believe to unstuck, unfuck myself? That is the question. So I want to leave you with that. I'm, I just couldn't wait for next week to drop another episode because I love you so much and we about to do it. Now, every year 
we go into New Year's and we're like, oh, it's going to be the best year ever. I'm going to have the most fun. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to, right? And then a whole bunch of bullshit happens <laughs> in the midst of you trying to go all gung-ho on everything you want to accomplish in your life. So we're going to say that we understand balance. We understand there's good and there's there's bad. We understand that there's white and black, right? We understand, but we also understand there's a gray area, right? We understand uh, pros and cons. Everything has its opposite or most things anyway have its opposite. And so you're going to go after your dreams and your goals this year, but also you are going to experience roadblocks and some discomfort and some things that need to shift and change for you. This is not negative. This is not bad. This is not a problem. We make, when, when these things come up, we make them a problem. And technically it's a mother loving solution because when we hit the brick wall, when we come to the resistance, when we stand still, when we realize we're stuck, we're like, oh, this is great. That means that I my the thing that I desire is on the other side of this. Cool. What is this then? I need to I, I need to identify what you know quote unquote this is, so that I can participate in the breakthrough of my own liberation and my own freedom. And when I'm able to do that, then and only then will this crumble. Will it dissolve? Will I be able to step over the rubble and be like, uh, next I'm in my next level, my next position. So as you enter your first quarter and first month of this year, I'm here to ask you, what area do you want to get unstuck and unfucked? Like what area in your life? It could be love. It could be some form of relationship. It could be your self-love. It could be your past. It can be your money mindset. It could be your health and fitness, nutrition. What does that look like for you? And I want to invite you to lcblast.com forward slash SLT, self-love therapy. That's what that stands for. And experience what countless clients have experienced since 2017. And in 2017, the 120 participants who went through the self-love therapy program. This clears up everything that you can possibly experience concerning being stuck and needing to overcome anything in your life. This is the thing that every celebrity and business owner that I've worked with has truly just elevated from. They are just like, this is it, Elsie. Like you gave me the juice and these sessions are phenomenal. VIP, so, so beautiful, so delicious. And I want to offer you the opportunity to, I turned it into a subscription for the year and it is just so enriched and so enlightening, so much wisdom and innovation for you, for your business, for your brand, for your career opportunities that you're seeking for, um, you know, the next two to three years and just really growing and elevating as a person inside, changing the mind, mind redesign. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do in the whole world. Mind redesign offer you emotional stability, energetic calmness and peace and restoration for your soul and really make you feel so amazing in your body. I feel like we always, there's always an opportunity to plug back in 
and feel good in our bodies. And I want to teach you some things concerning that and a juicy maintenance um, that you can take with you forever and share it with your children. Everything I teach you, everything in our sessions that you feel will benefit your children or the, the young people in your family and community, please, please share it. Please share it. Please share it. That's that's what this is about, is sharing, right? Overcoming and sharing it. Overcoming and sharing it. So, okay. I will leave you with this last thought. We need to take a nice deep breath in. A happy new year breath. Have you ever done a happy new year meditation? Let's just take a nice deep breath in. And exhale. Happy Happy New Year to you, to your mind. Deep breath in and exhale. Happy New Year to your heart. Deep breath and exhale. Happy New Year to your energy and your spirit. Yay. <laughs> Deep breath in and exhale. And Happy New Year to your body. Happy New Year, body. <laughs> I'm literally saying happy birthday. I mean, happy birthday. Did you hear me right now? <laughs> Your girl is hype. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm literally saying happy new year to the parts of you that I want and so excited to help you get closer to this year. And um, and God, of course, I want, I want to support you in your journey on having a new, fresh relationship with God. I truly have stepped into that and it has been so amazing. Like God has shown up. I, I, I literally said to myself, it's okay. Okay. I'm going to confess. So I was thinking a lot about relationships and commitment and how you make it work. And, you know, and when, when there's hard times and really pushing through those and always being committed to saying yes, even when you can easily say no. Right. Like, and I thought to myself, in a relationship, sometimes, you know, both parties need to self-modify. And I thought to myself, I want that relationship with God where I'm like, I'm self-modifying to make our relationship healthier for us. And I dare ask God to self-modify to make our relationship healthy for us too. And you would think that like, well, God is always right. God is always showing up. God is always available. I wanted God to show me, show me, show me, show me. I want to see it. And if you've been showing me and I haven't been seeing it, then help me see it, <laughs> right? Because your girl needs more magic in her life. I want to see sparkles and rainbows. And I feel like that's the kind of relationship that I want to enter into for 2024 with God. Like imagine having relationship goals with God or relationship goals with your partner, or relationship goals with yourself, right? Like, man, I was just like, show me that you love me, like shower me with gifts, like, and gifts is not, it's not really my, my top, you know, love language. It's actually, it actually comes the fifth in line, but I realized over the years that gifts is so important. It's just as important as acts of service or affection, like touch or quality time. Like it is, it holds the same value and the same weight. And I told God, like, I want more gifts this year. You know, I, I got received a lot of gifts last year from God, but like 
this year I was like, let's get it. Let's, let's turn it up a notch, you know, on the gift giving. And, and then I will do the same thing, right? Like, okay, God, you know, where would you like me to give this money? Like I've been, I was dropping cash like last year for people and like people I knew, people I didn't know. It was just a, a very giving year. And I did reach a level financially that I had never reached before as well, to be honest with you. So as I freely have, I freely give and I'm reaching out to God, like, give me more and I will give more, give me more and I will give more. And I'm showing that I'm available to do that. So, um, I'm having some relationship goals with God this year and I haven't really sat down with myself to identify what that is, but I think right now, one of the things is having better communication, um, you know, times of listening and taking in what, what God wants and, and me and what I want and seeing how we can make each other feel good and feel loved and supported and feel like, Hey, we got each other, you know? Um, that's definitely what God always got me. Right. But like, I need to show, I want to see it. I want to see that God's always got me, but you, you know, we have to ask too, I think, you know, so like, I don't think I know we have to ask for what we want. Like, God, I want to see more of this from you. And a lot of people would be offended by like, Oh my God, how could you say that to God? How could I not say that to God? If we're in this relationship together, I want to, I want to see that you love me, like show me, <laughs> right? I transferred what I, what I would have, have thought in a relationship. I like transfer that. Like if you're not feeling malnourished, like what would you ask for? And so I transfer that to God and I was like, I'm asking you for these things. Make me feel good. Tell me how you feel about me. <laughs> show me, you know, um, cause I want to see and you know that when we feel nourished, we make more money, right? Like, yeah. So I realized what I need as a person, as a woman, as a queen to feel nourished. And then I asked God for those things. Like you can ask your partner for those things. That's great too. However, sometimes we could be at a deficit if things aren't going the way we planned or anticipated in the relationship, right? Or maybe your expectations are too high or not high enough or whatever the case is. But you can always count on feeling the nourishment from God and protecting your energy so that you stay in a higher vibration and frequency and feeling amazing about that. Like I really stepped into that and I woke up this morning, opened my laptop, received a notification. It was like... Oh, here's a payment for a thousand dollars. Here's a payment for, you know what I mean? Like 880. Here's an, here's a payment for $150. Like you get to decide what you're going to believe. You get to ask for what you want to feel nourished. And then you get to see the results. You get to see the increase. You get to see the manifestation of the work that you've put in. Now, there, there have been times where like I worked for two weeks and it seemed like I was working for free. And, I, and of course, money was coming in. But it's a sowing, a, a time of sowing seeds. So sowing seeds means that you show up for your business, even if you don't see the financial gain. 
for those of you who are just starting out because a lot of people are listening now that I've realized who are starting out in the online game of running a business and really come overcoming the limitations and the blocks of well I I can't show up online but I really want to make money from online but I can't show up because of the way I look I can't show up because of the way I feel I can't show up because I've never done this before I can't show up because I lack knowledge in these areas well come get the help that you need come bring the excuses even though that they're they're so relevant right they're so you're so honest with your excuses and your excuses hold so much weight i know that we're not going to strip you from the truth of what you believe about your excuses but i want to offer you another perception and that perception is if you lay down these excuses to the feet of you and your mentor, you and your God, if you lay down these excuses and you say, I don't want these to be my excuses anymore. I need to overcome this. This can't be the thing that stays the truth for me. There is another truth. What truth is that? Because that's the truth I'm open to believing. I'm open to receiving. And I will see my results because I've put in the investment of time and energy to upgrade the way I think, upgrade the way I feel about something and overcome. And I want to share this with you. I started this about two days ago. My mind would always run in this cycle about a a relationship experience. And I thought to myself, you see, if you keep thinking that, you're going to continue to see that for yourself or like in this experience. If you, let's say you're, you and your child are having concerns. If you keep seeing your child under this certain light, the certain lighting, even if your child wants to change or tries to change, you will always hold that child to that thought process. This could be for your parents. It could be for your child. It could be toward yourself. It could be toward your partner. You get to fill in the blank here. But ideally, if you can lay down that perception and tell yourself, we're no longer going to hold on to this. We're no longer going to think this. We're no longer going to feel this about this situation or person or place or thing. But I'm now going to choose a higher thought because that higher thought is going to help me even stabilize my mind and my body and my energy And then I get to see a different result because of the quality of investment of thought that I'm offering this particular situation, this person, this place, this thing. So that's what I wanted to share with you about mind redesign and going into 2024 with new fresh thoughts and new stability tools and taking things to the next level. All right. I will let you go now. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Love and Money. I'm Dr. Elsie Blass from elsieblass.com. Again, visit elsieblass.com forward slash SLT, and that stands for self-love therapy. And I will see you in our next episode. Keep being great and amazing and awesome. And again, be open to behavior change so that you can elevate your life with ease. Take care. Bye for now.